Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. Come on in, come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It is 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Listen, we're going to go live with a message preview on the Bishop Foreman TikTok, Bishop Foreman IG, Bishop Foreman YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Just on the Bishop Foreman pages tonight. Let's go. Come on in. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you are watching from, everybody. I love doing these message previews. Get you excited about the word on Saturday night. Get you excited about it on Tuesday night for Wednesdays so that you can share. The whole purpose of this is to get you excited so then when you're excited, you begin to share. So come on in, speak to me, let me know where you are watching from tonight on the various, we're just on the Bishop Foreman pages tonight. South Carolina, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Tampa, Tampa, let's go, let's go. Uh, where else are we watching from? Y'all talk to me. ATL, ATL, good to see you. Let's talk. Arkansas, good to see you, Arkansas. What part of Arkansas? What part of Arkansas? Tennessee. What part of Tennessee? I, I was reared in Memphis, so what part of Tennessee? Let's talk Florida. Good to see you. Come on. So thank you for the previews. It is my pleasure. So glad to do it. It is my pleasure. I mean, we love previews, Bishop. Thank you. Awesome. I'm gonna keep. Then I, look, I'm gonna do them at least do another week. How about that? At least through the end of this month. How about that? Somerville. Awesome. Arizona. Good to see you. All right, Atlanta, what's going on, ATL? Good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Listen, we're going to give people a couple more minutes. Let's get as most, as many people as we can on the preview tonight. So make sure that you share. We added tonight the Bishop Foreman Facebook, Instagram, uh, or excuse me, Bishop Foreman Facebook and um, YouTube and uh, Twitter um, just to do that. I see you, Indiana, in the house. Ken Carroll, good to see you. 40 minutes east of Memphis. Awesome. Hope you had a great trip. Yes, I did. I took yesterday and uh thursday and friday and uh and had a, just a couple of days and really a day and a half um and uh and i am good i i walked away with 50 listen let me let me teach some of you all a way um whenever you need to refocus recharge sometimes a different place um a different pace a different space brings a different grace um and so um it doesn't take me long all I needed to do was just take a couple of days and just boom. And I have like 50 notes, a variety of different things that um, I was like, oh, I can do this and do this and do this and do this. And I went to a place that would inspire me, that I would see a variety of different things. And so it was awesome. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on in. Virginia, good to see you. Centennial, make sure that you share over here on TikTok, click the little arrow, make sure that you share over here, make sure that you share, also use the little triangle. If you're on one of the Bishop Foreman Facebook, Instagram, or excuse me, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, good to see y'all. Y'all know normally I don't pull those channels in for the message preview, just decided to change it up, doing something a little different. All right, how was your giveaway? I think you mean getaway, and it was good. I'm, I'm, it was good, it was good. I got back at dark 30 this morning. I think I got back at like three o'clock this morning. Oh, and I slept. For a few hours and then I got it and kept it moving. All right, listen. So listen, guys, we have been in this uh, amazing series. How many of you were, were virtually halfway through the series? Now? Well, we are halfway through the series now. We've only got two Sunday messages left. 
and I think two Wednesday messages left in our series, Daddy Issues. Tomorrow is Father's Day. Let me just take a moment um, and uh, and just celebrate all of the awesome fathers. Can you just put a, 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 a some type of celebration comment in the comments for all of the awesome fathers? The reality is um, that the word father means life giver. And so we celebrate and salute all of the awesome fathers. Tomorrow is also, and I guess technically Monday, but it is Juneteenth, um, and uh, and so which is now a federal holiday, um, which Juneteenth simply recognizes the fact that after um, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed into law, there were a portion of um, those that were enslaved um, that did not get the message, and so it became a celebration later. So that even though it, now this is good, you ready? Even though I believe it, it went effective at the end of the previous year. It took uh, roughly six months for them to find out. For some of y'all, you ready? We're about to go up. We're about to go up. You ready? For some of you, there are things that God has already released that in these next six months, you're going to find it. And it's going to find you. There are things that God has already released, doors he's already opened, opportunities already created, things that are already set into motion. That it may be take it may take a moment before it makes its way to you, but you better hit me. Uh, you are absolutely gonna see these next six months are gonna be amazing. That has to be your confession. All right. So in that, uh, we we're super excited about those two things um, tomorrow, um, and so I'm excited about that. Listen, here we go. Um, we're in this series, Daddy Issues. Can you talk to me a little bit about, especially if you've been moving for the series? If you haven't, I want to encourage you get our app. So that you can stay connected to the series. Tonight is a message preview, which means I'm giving you a sample of where we're gonna go tomorrow to get you excited about the word so that once we get off of here in about 23 minutes, you can go share it with your friends, share it with your family to get excited. If you're in Denver, you can meet us in the building tomorrow. If you're not in Denver, then you can uh, watch on any of our digital platforms, all right? So that you can be a part of that. So listen, um, how many of you, can you talk to me about what has stood out? Hello. Can you talk to me about what has stood out to you from the series? Like what in this series is speaking to you? What has stood out to you? What is really resonating with you? Um, what is resonating with you? Come on, let's do a little, let's do a little interactive um, communication tonight. Y'all talk to me in the comments. Let's call out some of this stuff. What, what has this series been doing for you? And again, if you have not been keeping up with the series, no problem, Bob, I got you covered. Here's what you need to do. Get our app. You text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746, and you'll be able to uh, connect and get our app, and that'll get you everything um, that you need. Here's one comment. It says, the things that have been passed down and around from my parents and that I'm passing some of them, um, some of them down to my children. This is good. I've been, uh, I've been being reshaped the whole time. This is good. How issues can be rolled on us. It's good. Reshaping. This is good. This is good. Thank you all uh, for putting that in there. Guys, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Even with a good dad, you can still have daddy issues. Absolutely. You can have an amazing, healthy, life-giving relationship with and that show paternally or maternally and still have daddy issues because we were all shaping in iniquity. There's some things that can be passed down and around that it's not sin, but it's error. What's the difference? Sin means it's, it is wrong. Error means that it has a predilection to lead you to something that is wrong. It's not, watch me, it is not sin to be quiet when you're angry. That's not a sin. Is it error? It can be, why? Because it makes you shut down so you don't communicate. All right, so we've been all been shaped in sin and iniquity. In iniquity, 
that I have data issues I didn't know I had. The awareness of Rolling Stones. Healing. This is good. I missed one comment there. Uh, your father does not need to be absent to have daddy issues. Yes, this is, and I think that's so important too, because many, most people would say, I don't have any daddy issues. My father's around. I got a good relationship. That doesn't mean that. Um, all right, let's go. The things that I can pick up from other people, how issues have been rolled on us. Positive or negative relationships all have had father. Absolutely. What was rolled onto me that has impeded my progress. That's good. Um, so I encourage you, 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 you all are hearing some of the comments from people that have been blessed, impacted by the series. Definitely make sure you get the app so you can stay up to date with where we're at. All you got to do is text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Get our app. You can stay connected. Tomorrow's message uh, is going to be great. Tomorrow, first of all, last this past Wednesday's message was called Lord Reshape Me. Lord Reshape Me. And in that, I began to teach you. Uh, a couple of things. One, this is not a dad bashing or a man bashing series. And it's not just for those con for contentious or non-existent paternal relationships. Because I showed you that Kings David and Solomon both had their father in their life. What else did they have? Both Kings David and Solomon, they had money. Which means money does not mean you will not have daddy issues. What did they also have? They had position. They had power. Which means money, position, and power does not mean you will not have daddy issues. What else did they have? They also had um, anything they wanted, it was in their reach, which means access to what you want does not mean you will not have daddy issues. Many times people think, if I had more money, if I had uh, a, a better position, if I could get whatever I wanted, it would fix my issues. Listen to me clearly. Your issues will not be fixed by things. Issues have to be fixed from the individual from the inside out. And that is so important to understand that. All things do, all money does is it magnifies who an individual is. It does not fix an individual. It, it simply magnifies who a person already is. This is so important because many people reach externally to fix internal issues and it does not work that way. This is why you can see people this is why uh, you can see people make sure make sure we do that. We'll do that. I got you covered. Um, this is why you can sometimes see people um, that have everything and are still not satisfied, have everything and still commit suicide, have everything and still tear it down, have everything. And I walked you through that with David and Solomon. They had everything, yet they still had mismanaged rejection. They had everything and they still had mindless behavior. They had everything and they still have misdirected love. Do not think because there's many people that are saying, if I get this, I'll be better. Hear me clearly. That is not necessarily the case. All right. Um, both Kings David and Solomon have their fathers. They had money. They had position. They had power. They had access. They could get whatever they wanted. They could be with whoever they wanted to be. Here's what some people think. If I could just get this relationship, it would change everything. Baby, hear me clearly. You would ruin that. All right. A relationship is not going to a relationship is not going to fix individual issues. It is not. It is going to magnify them, which is why for every person who, if you get married or you know someone who gets married with the intention of marriage making them better, you got to hear this clearly. Marriage is not going to make you better. Marriage is going to magnify who you already are. Marriage is a magnifier. It's a magnifier. All right, let's go. Uh, in that, I I've taught you. Um, that this series has been designed to reveal that heal the issues that have been embedded in our individuality because we all have known 
or hidden daddy issues because of how we were shaping. And I taught you that that word shaping, it means over a process of time. Shaping is an old English word. It appears in the King James Version of the Scriptures. And shaping is different than shaped. Shaping is different than shaped. Shaping is different than shaped. Let me get some of you to share on the YouTube channel and on the uh, uh, Facebook channel and uh, Twitter too. Let me get some of you to share. All right, we're not normally on those platforms tonight, but let me get you to share. All right, so listen, check this out. Psalm 51.5, King David says this, Behold, in other words, he says, Look at me. I was shaping, which means over time, in iniquity, that's sin, and that's error that's passed down and around. And I taught you that how we were shaping impacts the who, the what, the where, the uh, when, and the how we select how we handle. That's a mouthful, so I'll say it again. How we were shaping impacts the who, what, where, when, why of how we select what, how we handle things. It impacts everything about the people you select, about what you choose to do, about where you choose to go. Listen to me, where you choose to live. That's why with Abraham, God was like, I have to do something new. Can I teach you for a moment tonight preview? But uh, Abraham, we look at him in the scripture. Abraham is in Genesis number 12. Abraham is often regarded as the father of the faith. <clears throat> and Abraham, his father's name was Terah, T-E-R-A-H. Terah's name in Hebrew literally means wild goat or loiterer, loiterer. Interesting, right? Wild and a loiterer, which means he had reckless behavior, but he also was a loiterer. What is a loiterer? A loiterer means they, they stand around doing nothing productive. Abraham's father was a man that was out of control and he was unproductive. He was out of control. Can you wave at me tonight if you've ever seen someone in your bloodline, ever seen someone as a friend that has been out of control and unproductive? Their behavior was wild. What they did was wild. And then they loitered. They did not do anything. They were unproductive. Look, watch me. A loiterer, you see, um, sometimes you used to see outside of a convenience store, 7-Eleven, stuff like that. You see them in front of a convenience store and they, now they put up the signs, no loitering, but it just be people standing around doing nothing. Now watch me. They talk about everybody going into the store. They talk about everybody at the gas pump, but they weren't doing anything themselves. You have to be careful that you don't become a terror where you're talking about people who are walking, but you just talking. Where you're talking about people who are doing things that you would not have the courage to do. And it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. It's very different to get out on the field and play the game. I'm so excited about you. You know why? Because you're not a loiterer. You make things happen. You are not a loiterer. You make things happen. All right. So listen, in all of that, let me say this to you. Uh, one of the things that is super, super, super important to understand is Abraham. Abraham. Um, God says to him in Genesis 12, after his natural father has passed away, Terah is gone. He is not on the earth anymore. You know what God says to him? Get away from your father's house. Get away from your kinfolk to a land I'm going to show you. Stop. His father had passed away, but God says, I don't need you living in the same environment, the same city, the same house, the same street. For some of you all, your life is going to change when you make a change. Hmm. He said, I cannot have you. Oh, watch me. His father wasn't even alive. But he said, I can't have you thinking like them. I can't have you acting like them. I can't have you speaking like them. I saw an interesting statistic I used to teach on um, uh, during certain series that says 
Most people live within 15 miles of where they grew up. Now, I don't say that as a negative thing to knock anybody. What that means is that for most people, we have not moved very far from what's shaping us. We have not moved very far from what's shaping us. The people you went to school with, the environment you were around, the house, et cetera, et cetera. That's a good question. That's a good question. What if you have the resources to get out? All right, then, then you, you address that with prayer. That's how you do that. All right, so listen. He says, you need to get away because they, watch me, his father was gone, but he specifically says, get away from your father's house. They are going to screw up how you think. They're going to mess up how you think. You're not going to think. I'm Listen, Abraham, I'm going to do something fresh in you. You are the new thing. Can I get everybody to confess that about yourself? I'm the new thing. You are the new thing in your bloodline. You are the new thing that God wants to do. And for God to do something new, sometimes what he does is you, you're going to have to, watch me, the who, the what, and the where is going to have to change. The where is going to have to change. For some, right? For some. Um, then there's other people who can do really well. Um, you know, it, it, it's different for everybody. Some people can do really well in the same where. All right? Um, when, the, when you make decisions, this was this is impacted. This is impacted um, by how you were shaping. Like, when do you make decisions? When do you do things? Do you procrastinate? Do you wait to the last minute? Do you handle things in advance? Are you a planner? All of that was um, determined by how you're shaping and how we select how we handle things in five areas. Number one, anger. Number two, business. I'm not going to go into these in depth because I went into them in depth on Wednesday. Number three, change. How you deal with change. Number four, disappointment. Number five, emotions. I taught us that we've been shaped by what we've seen. So what's practiced as a child becomes normal as a teen and permanent as an adult. Everybody talk to me about one thing, and it could be something that you view as positive or negative. Can you just share with me in the comments? Let's have some talk tonight. One thing um, that you know you did as a child um, that became permanent that become normal as a teen, that became permanent as an adult. Can you just drop some comments? Something that you that you did as a child, which practiced as a child, becomes normal as a teen, and then it's permanent as an adult. And you talk to me about one of those things that you have done. One of those things. This is one of those things. It can be some positive or, 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 or negative, however you want to view it. It can be that. But talk to me. Talk to myself. Okay? Boom. That's a good one. And most people that are going to tell you the truth will not talk to themselves. All right? Organizing. Okay? Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. What else? Let me get a couple more. Um, tuning out. This was good. Tuning out. That's a good one. That's really good. All right. Um, all right. Procrastination. Can I get, come on. Instagram is silent. Normally Instagram is popping. Come on, y'all. But yeah. All right. Give me two more. Give me two more. Two more. Get quiet and shut down when I'm angry. Explore by myself. Got to have a clean kitchen. Talk to myself. All right. All right. So all of us, if we if we think of it, there are areas where something was practiced as a child. It became normal as a teen and it's permanent as an adult. All right. But I taught you that you're also shaping by what you've not seen, by what you've not seen. But it's spiritually passed down and around. It's spiritually passed down and around. Numbers 14, 18. The Lord is slow to anger. This means he's patient. 
And I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that God is patient with me. Patient isn't just waiting um, because you can wait and have a bad attitude. Patience isn't just waiting. Patience is how you act while you wait. Patience is how you act while you wait. And what I love about God is that while he is waiting on us, he is patient with us. While he is waiting on us, he is kind to us. While he is waiting on us, he does not throw us away. Is there anybody that's grateful that he has been patient with you? Because let's tell the truth. You a handful. I'm a handful. Come on, let's tell the truth, y'all. We can be a handful. But he is patient with us. He is patient with us. This is the Lord is slow to anger. He's patient. That means he's patient. And he abounds in steadfast love. That means he's merciful. What is mercy? Mercy is when God blacks, or blocks, excuse me, something negative that you do deserve. Grace is when God gives you something good you do not deserve. He is merciful and he is patient. He's patient and he is merciful. What does that mean? God says there's a whole lot that I blocked that you did deserve. Come on, y'all. We're about to have a praise party. You ready? Can you put a praise on the screen and out of your mouth for, for thanking God? Here it is. For the stuff he blocked, the, the stuff you never saw, the letters you never got. The emails you never got, the texts you never got, the doctor's reports you never got, the accident you were never in. See, we know how to praise God for the stuff that we see him do. Here's, here's how you know you're maturing. But you can praise him for the stuff that you never saw because he blocked it. He was merciful. Mercy said, nope. Mercy said, nope. For the diagnosis you didn't get, mercy said, nope. Coronavirus should have took you out of here. Mercy said, nope. Mercy said, nope. Mercy said, nope. My goodness. And, and sometimes you can look at stuff and say, man, ooh, look at how bad this went. Do you know how bad it was supposed to be? But mercy blocked it. See, mercy is a blocker. Y'all remember them blue blockers? Blue blockers. Mercy has blocked some stuff. It kept you from ever seeing some stuff you were supposed to, uh, that it was on the schedule for you to see. It protected you. It protected you. Mercy covered you. That relationship is supposed to take you out of here. But mercy said, nope, not happening. Not happening. Not happening. That bankruptcy is supposed to wipe you out. Here you are better and stronger now after it than you were before it because of mercy. Because of mercy. You're supposed to be a statistic, but mercy. Your bloodline has issues with a mental illness, yet somehow with you, it, it passed over. Who am I talking to tonight? You're not even supposed, watch me, according to your bloodline, you, you, you shouldn't even be doing stuff on your own. You, 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 you should be in, a, in an institution somewhere, but mercy. Come on, y'all, mercy. You're supposed to be an alcoholic, but mercy. You're supposed to be strung out on something, but mercy. You are supposed to be toe up from the flow up, but mercy. Oh my God, right? Mercy, right? That is so important to understand that because here's how you know you're maturing in your relationship with God. You know you're maturing in your relationship with God when you just don't thank him for the things you do see. Um, yesterday, I was, I was just walking around 
And I was just, I just had a moment where I just got so grateful. I got so grateful and I, I'm walking and I'm just giving God praise. I could care less who's paying attention to me because I not it, my praise wasn't for them. And and I was just thinking, the Lord said, son, I've been good to you. I was like, yes, Lord, you've been good. He's like, no. But he says, son, I've been so good to you. I said, he said, son, you ready for this? Mercy has given you options. He says, son, you got options. You got options. You can do what you want to do. Mercy has given you options. Come on, y'all. We're about to move on. We got five minutes left. Can I get you? If you know when you look around your life that you can see that mercy has given you options, you're not boxed in. You're not locked down. You're not, you're not restricted. And you, and you may not be where you want to be, but you can thank God that you're not where you used to be because you've got options. Oh, my God. That thing got good to me. He said, son, you got options. Oh, my God. And options, what does that mean? Freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. What does that mean? There are options. There are options. There are options. Okay, we got to go. All right, four minutes. We got to go. We got to go. All right, here we go. It says, the Lord is patient. Numbers 14, 18. And abounding in steadfast love. That means mercy. Forgiving iniquity and transgression. I've talked to you. There's three types of sin in the Bible. Number one. Number one, sin, which means to miss the mark. Number two, transgression, which means to deviate from what you know to be right. Three, iniquity, that's sin and error that's passed down and around. Listen, he says he forgives iniquity and transgression. Pay attention. But he will by no means clear the guilty. What does that mean? He will by no means clear the guilty. It means, watch me, visit, the rest of the verse explains it. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Here's what that means. When it says he will by no means clear the guilty, what the scripture is literally saying to us is it says that there are some things that once they are set into motion, they remain in motion until somebody interrupts them. Until somebody interrupts them. Um, um, you got to hear this. Um, law, uh, once something is in motion, it remains in motion until something interrupts it. You got it? Object at rest remains at rest until something causes motion. Pay attention. Um, this means there are certain things that have been set in motion that have a right legally to go to three to four generations after that thing has been stopped unless something interrupts it. Please type this on the screen. I'm the interruption. I'm the interruption. You are the interruption. There are certain things that have a legal right. What do you mean legal? They have a spiritually legal right to visit to the third and fourth generation of your bloodline. My fingers look, I just finished walking and my fingers look extra it's like, swollen. All right, look, listen, I just I had nothing to do with it. But listen, you are the interruption. It has a spiritually legal right to visit to the third and fourth generation. And in the scripture, a generation wasn't just you know, uh, grandmama, mama, daughter, mm -mm. Uh, three generations. No, in the scripture, if grandmama and mama thought the same, that was one generation. It was more qualitative than it was quantitative, which means every person, there's 150 to, uh, excuse me, there's as little as 100 up to 400 years of baggage that tries to roll onto you. Did you hear what I just said? Hundreds of years of baggage that tries to roll onto you. 
but true to your interruption. Watch me. And it has a legal, a spiritually legal right to try to come visit. What you, you know, it's going to knock on the door. It's knocking on the door. Visit there is the same word as pastor, which means these things will show up in your life and attempt to pastor you. Listen carefully. That word pastor, it's this Hebrew word, the language of our Old Testament, pakad, P-A-Q-A-D. Hey, Atlanta, which means to preach to you. So these means, this means these generational curses will preach to you. These generational curses will, somebody says, what's that ain't? That's the V. Come on, you already know. Come on. That, these generational curses will preach to you. These generational curses will preach to you. Listen, they will teach you. There are certain things, here's what you will say. That's just the way we are. You cannot say that. There are certain things you will say, that's just the way we act. You cannot say that. You will say, that's just the way the women are in my family. You cannot say that. That's just the way the men are in my family. You cannot say that. But watch me, because it will preach to you. It is literally preaching to you what it preached to them to try to lead them. I'm going to show you a scripture tomorrow that's going to go, I promise you, that's going to rock your world. That's going to rock your world. You ready? It will try to teach you. There are certain things it will teach you. This is how you handle anger. This is how you handle business. This is how you handle change. This is how you handle disappointment. This is how you handle emotion. And you're like, where am I getting this from? This is why, y'all hear me, in a social media world, you have to be careful. Just because a voice is loud doesn't mean it's right. You ready for this? Just because a voice is popular does not mean that it's right. All right? It doesn't mean that it's right. Because watch me, some people can simply be teaching their curse. Oh my God. They can be teaching their curse. Why? Because it's not backed up with Bible. And, and, and I'm not saying this to criticize anybody. I'm just saying, I don't need your opinion, ma'am. I don't need your opinion, sir. What does the word say? I don't need your opinion. And just because lots of people liked it and shared it, doesn't. it's a curse. Okay, can I go deep? Can I go deep? Wave up if I can go deep. It's 931. We're supposed to be going. Wave with me if I can go deep right here. I want to teach you. I want to, I got to get you this. I got to get you this. They can simply be teaching you their curse. This is how I handle relationships. She's cursed. This is how I do this. They're cursed. You, you, I need Bible. All right. Are you ready? The scripture says, no wonder. All right. Let me give it to you. No wonder Satan himself. This is second Corinthians 11 and 14. It says, no wonder Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. The word angel there is the Hebrew, excuse me, it's the Greek word poemen, P-O-I-M-E-N. Do you want to know what that word means? Want to know what that word means? Pester. It says, and no wonder Satan himself transfers himself to a pastor, which means more Pulpits are manned. Oh my God. You ready? I'm a pro-church guy. I'm a pro-man of God guy, but I got to give you Bible. The enemy runs more churches than you know. I'll leave. I'll say it like that. I'll say it like that. I need the word. I do not need your opinion. I do not need your opinion. What does the word say? Satan will transform himself into an, into an angel, into a pester. You got it? To do what? To then preach a curse. Okay, can I show you this through history? Who helped in American slavery? Who helped 
the slave master keep the enslaved people enslaved? The preacher. They would teach a preacher what they wanted him to preach, put him up and say, now go teach your people this. Oh my God. Listen, y'all done opened up something. I guess we got to go there because it's Juneteenth. Y'all done opened up something. It was the preacher that taught those that were enslaved to stay in the posture and position of a slave instead of rising up to rule, to reign, to conquer and subdue. You've seen this already through history. It was the preacher that got up and said, come on, everybody, unity, unity, unity. Y'all don't, okay, this is too deep. Unity, 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 come on, come together, come together. Coming, coming together is not a solution to systemic and intrinsic problems. Coming to unity is not a solution for that. Come on, everybody, let's just work together. That's not working together, sir. You're on a plantation. That's not working together. That's working for. There's a difference. This is too much. I didn't took a whole, I didn't took, and somebody said, and many preachers still do. Exactly. Exactly. Why? And no wonder Satan himself transforms himself into a pastor. Okay. Right? So I, I just, and then y'all hear my heart, please. I am a, I am a pro man of God guy. I am a pro preacher guy. You got to hear me. What's happening, j Todd music? But I just need, I just got to go there. All right. Because watch me, because we live in this social media culture where people think because it's popular, that means it's right. Not so. Because they have pastor in front of the name that means it's right. Not so. Because a lot of people like it. Not so. The Bible says, let's go. In the last days, it says that many would heap up for themselves teachers because they had itching ears that would tell them what they want to hear. That would say exactly what they wanted to hear. You got it? All right. I'm just giving you Bible. That's all I'm doing. Numbers 14, 18. He says, the Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He's patient and he's merciful, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he will by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers, that means previous generations, to the third and fourth generation. So remember, that word visiting is the word pastor, which means it'll preach to you, it'll teach you, it'll lead you. This is why you cannot just live your life off of social media sound bites. It's got to be from the word. Can I get just a few of you on all these different platforms tonight? Just talk the word. Just type those two words. The word. The word. Give me Bible. Because the scripture says heaven and earth are going to pass away. But that word is going to be forever. He's not changing his mind about what he said. And the word that worked 2,000 years ago, it still works today. Come on, y'all. Let's put a phrase on the screen that the word still works. How do I know that it works? Because it's working for you. How do I know that it works? Because Romans 8.28 is working for you. And all things are still working together for your good. It's the word. All right? Come on. We're six minutes over. I got to go. All right. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers. Remember, iniquity is sin that's passed down and around. Here we go. That means it's going to try to pastor you, preach to you, teach you, lead you. And remember, it's passed down and around. So you got to be careful. Some of you, you will consult cursed people about how to be blessed. But how would you handle this? I don't know that you need to be asking them. I don't know that you need to be asking them. Let's see what the word says. I don't know that you need to be asking everybody what they think about everything and getting everybody's opinion about everything. Ooh, it's quiet tonight in these comments. All right. Because if the enemy can't do it directly, he'll transform himself into an angel of light. To bring you some stuff that is not Bible. To bring you some stuff that's going to have you toe up from the floor. You ready? Here we go. To incorrectly correct you. That's what this word 
Picard means. Incorrectly correct you. Uh, this generational curse, what it'll try to do is it's going to try to tell you you're right when you're wrong and tell you you're wrong when you're right. It means it will give you a charge. You will feel like I have to do this. Anybody ever felt like you had to do something that the truth was? Um, you, you know, you, you felt responsible for something like you had to do something. I have to do this. I got to do this. And the, and the truth is, it was not really that you had to. It was just something that you had a sense of obligation to. A sense of obligation to. Free Walker says, I'm excited for the mall's word. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is, I haven't even gotten to the preview part, but I'm out of time. Right? To oversee you. To care for you. Which means generational curses, what it'll try to do is just going to seem like it'll be the thing that you run to. Who can I run to? It's going to be the thing that you run to that tries to care for you and comfort you. And then it literally means to go see about you. It says that these things have a legal right to the bloodline. And not just the bloodline because they're passed down and around. They have a legal right for three to four generations. Unless something is the interruption. You got to hear me. You are that interruption. You are that interruption. All right. Tomorrow's message is called how to break generational curses. Um, last week when I was doing the message preview, somebody typed in the comments. Well, didn't Jesus didn't Jesus take care of every curse? I don't believe in curses. I said, well, I, you don't have to believe in them. You have to believe you don't have to believe in gravity. I mean, get on top of this roof and jump and let's see what happens. I mean, you don't have to believe in it. For it to be real, um, I'm going to show you tomorrow what actually happened on the cross. What did Jesus actually do? And I'm going to show you the how-to. If you're like me, I'm a how-to type of guy. Give me step one. Anybody else like that? Wave at me if you're like that. Give me step one. Give me step two. Give me step three. Give me step four. Like, give me the steps. Tomorrow, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the steps on how you do that. And so you can see that, that the how-to is coming tomorrow. When is it coming? 9.15 and 11.15 tomorrow morning, uh, Mountain Time, 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast Time. It's going to be amazing. I want for you to be there. If you're in Denver, meet us in the building. If you're not in Denver, you can meet us on any of our digital platforms. Um, best way to do that is to get connected, get our app. Next to Word Harvest is the phone number 877-552-4746. Last two things I want to do tonight. Uh, tonight, if you're not a Christian, you need to give your life to the Lord or you want to recommit yourself to him. On the count of three, can I just get you to respond with the hand wave emoji or say it's me? If you become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, just do the hand wave emoji or just say it's me wherever you're at. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three, if that's you. Thank you for the reminder. I just need you to respond right now. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure, do that hand wave emoji, just say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. No judgment, no condemnation. Nobody's going to beat you up. Nobody's going to beat you down. I just want you to respond, right? Wherever you're at, whatever platform that you are on, whatever platform you're on, whatever platform you're on, whatever platform you are on. I'm going to count you down. Five, we're waiting on you. I never like to close out a lie without giving people an opportunity to come to the Lord. Four, three. Two, and then we're going to pray for folks in just a moment so don't get off of here. Two, one, waiting on you, waiting on you, waiting on you. Hit the button. Order my steps. Hit the button. Everybody, let's go for the second time. Everybody pray this for me. Everybody just pray this for me. Say, Father, I don't care if you and Jesus went to school together. Pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord. 
and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. And if I fall, cause me to rise up. In Jesus' name, I see you over here. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, you can still respond. <laughs> Folks, my Southern comes out every now and then. Y'all, you can still, y'all, that's even, even more Southern. You can still respond. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, all I need you to do is text this word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746, 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Last thing I want to do, if the word blessed you tonight, I want to encourage you to sow. I want to encourage you to sow. Uh, and really, the seed is really connected to that scripture, Numbers 14, 18. You sow something with one four one eight. You fourteen dollars eighteen cents, eighteen dollars fourteen cents, one hundred forty one dollars and eighty cents, whatever. With those numbers, and here's what you're gonna call that seed. You're gonna call that seed your your uh, your break seed. Your break seed. That's what I want you to call that. Your break seed. Numbers fourteen eighteen. Your break seed. And and there's a reason I only want you to use that word break seed. There's a reason I only want you to use that word. Church is going to be amazing in the morning. I cannot wait to see you all online or in the building. It's going to be great. Again, what time? 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast Time. Uh, we'll do a Clubhouse pop-up as well as a pop-up over here on TikTok. We're going to do that too. So make sure that you're part of that. Um, and it's going to be amazing. All right. I love you guys. Let's pray. I want to cover, if you got somebody right now, any prayer requests before we get off, any prayer request, I want you to drop that in the comments. Any prayer request, three types of prayer. If you're on with me on Monday nights, you know the difference, but let me just give them to you real fast. One, pray. That means to ask for yourself. Two, supplication. That means to pray for somebody else. Three, that means uh, it is intercession to pray for somebody that cannot go to God on their own. If any of those are you uh, and you have a prayer request of any type, I want you to drop it in the comments real quick. I want to cover every request. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I cover every single prayer request. And I thank you, God, that you are the God that answers prayer. You are the God that hears us. You do not turn a deaf ear to us. We ask for forgiveness. For all of our sins, Father, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, so that when you hear us, you hear and you respond. And we thank you for it now. Father, we cover right now every prayer request, and we declare, Father, that they are being turned into praise reports right now in the name of Jesus. Bring strategy, bring uh, information, bring ideology, uh, bring resources, bring, bring finance. Um, Father, bring creativity, whatever is needed, God. I pray that you would bring it. And Father, that what you bring would then create a praise report, that it would now turn what is a request into results, that it would turn what is a request into results, that it would turn what is a request into results. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can I just get you um, to type this comment as we, as we log off tonight? Log off sounds so old school because you're not logging off anything. That's like America Online. Who remember America Online where you literally clicked a button to log off? Who remembers where you had to literally used to log off the Internet? You had to log off the Internet. Um, log off sounds so old school. We don't log off no more. All right. But um, before we get off tonight of this live, before we end tonight's live, um, I want you to say this. Request into results. Request into results. 
request into results. Yeah, I can hear the sound. <laughs> yes. I just, I don't know why I said log off. That just, I don't know. Remind me of my CompuServe days. Listen. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Why did I do the previews? For you to share. Um, I'm going to see how much, how much you all share. If the shares look good tonight and then on Tuesday's preview through the rest of the month, we're going to keep on going with the previews. All right. Um, but we got to have the shares. That's the reason why I do the previews. Get you excited about the word so you can share it with other people. All right. So make sure you say this in your Insta story, wherever you're at, text somebody, tag somebody in the platform, whatever you want to do um, to get you excited about the word. That's why we do it. All right. Love you guys. You have an amazing night. Again, if the word bless you, you can sow. Um, you, you're going to use numbers 1418 uh, for your seed. So 1418, whatever you sow, put those numbers in it. How do you sow? Use the dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two at the end, F-O-R-E-M-A-N with the number two at the end. Use PayPal, Vidmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. All right. Boom. There we go. All right, TikTok. Love you. Boom. There we go. All right, over here. Oh, wow. Look at that. See, this is why I do all these different platforms. A lot of people say, you don't need to do all them platforms. You just do one platform. But just look. Look at the numbers. Just look at the numbers. That's amazing. Anyway, all right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.